Meow, Kaki here. Hey guys, I'm Beige and Chubby Bunny. Hey guys, this is Mugen, and you're watching The Blurred View. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Jonathan D'Angelo, a.k.a. Johnny D, and you are tuned into another Blur View session. And today, we have another panel for you. It is not hentai Susan. It is female sexuality and lewd in nerd culture. So today, we're live on Facebook. My guests are The Madness, a.k.a. Karma Kitty, Chubby Asian Bunny, and Mujin Ryokishi. Or did I say that wrong? I said that wrong. How do you say it, Mugen? It's Mugen Yodorichi. Have you seen Samurai Champloo? Of course I've seen Samurai Champloo. Hey, that is the best. There you go. There you go. All right. I've never seen Samurai Champloo. That's like the greatest, that's like the greatest non-black, black anime ever. Like, of course I've seen it. He, but Mugen's the best. He, Mugen is attitude. the best. Mugen is the best. He's really mean, minus the killing. So, no, see, I would like the killing part. So, <laughs> so, to, so today, ladies, we are here to talk about lewd and sexuality. You guys are probably one of the pinnacles of that topic in nerd culture. You guys are pretty much pros at what you do and how you do it, famed for it, respectably so. And we are going to respectfully explore the topic. Um, Damn, I'm a pro now. Shit, who else in the world? Yeah, I'm a pro yeah. sex enthusiast. And so I think one of the biggest topics we're gonna we're gonna ask questions from people who wanted to know some things from you guys, and we're also gonna ask some questions from of me from me, and uh, we're also gonna do uh, a pa- uh, part of our panel is gonna be about men and how we do and don't do right by you guys when it comes to sexuality. It's gonna be great. How men do and don't do about sexuality. Damn, that's gonna be a lovely conversation. It I'm is. Gonna hurt so many feelings. I'm gonna hurt so many men's feelings. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm gonna give a lot of men good advice. I'm gonna give them cheat codes. X Y. Left analog. X Y triangle. Double square. Yeah. Give me all some cheat codes. All right. So one at a time. Oh. Oh, by the way, let me let me do the shout out right quick. Today's sponsor is Hip Hop and Anime Vibes. My boy D Town, aka Trailmonger, aka Kushmaster, aka six other AKAs that I'm not gonna go into because we ain't got time for that. But he is the sponsor today, as you can see on my shirt. Uh, reminder: we are Facebook Live for those who will be listening after the live. Uh, so, ladies, one at a time. Karma Kitty, starting with you. What got you guys into nerd culture? What got me into nerd culture? Hmm. Like, overall, like, just... Okay, define nerd culture, because that's pretty vague. What made you a nerd? Nerd culture can be reading. What made me a nerd? Yeah. I was the most highest... Highest... uh, Highest accelerated reader in elementary school. I would read, like, two to three books within a week. And then it started going up to five books a week. I want that. Um, So I was a reader. I loved to read. I loved to write. And I was like a spelling bee champ for some weird reason and from there i just continued reading reading was like my go-to bitch <laughs> what about you what about you mujin what got you into be what got you into being a nerd especially since your name is borrowed from yeah especially since your name is borrowed from samurai shampoo um, 
Mm-hmm. So my brothers kind of got me into it. I'm the only I'm the only girl out of five siblings. Oh damn. Uh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. By watching them, like they would put a lot of But I anyway. Um, I didn't know how to do it. Then Mortal Kombat. You guys remember the live action show Mortal Kombat back in the day? Yeah, a long time yes. ago. Yeah, I do. I, I remember that. I got into the, and then I got into the cartoon, and then I got into the cartoon and the anime of Street Fighter. People shit on the Street Fighter cartoon, but everybody's so low key fucks with it because, like, I like. But you know, and then from then on, my nerd addiction with anime grew and beyond. So and beyond, let me see the point here. So what about you, Asian yeah. Chubby Bunny? What got you into being a nerd? Oh, oh, God. I guess, you know, being Japanese or half Japanese and living in Japan, I think when you're in that kind of environment, it's almost a prerequisite to be a nerd when it comes to anime because it all started with uh, Pokemon. And um, I, you know, Pokemon was, was everything in Japan, so that was, was always embedded, you know, inside me. And I also remember watching... Star Wars in Japan. So when I came to the States and um, Star Wars has always been, you know, the American culture. So it it was, it kind of grew from there. And so, you know, as I got older, I was, you know, more introduced into, into nerd culture. Then it started becoming video games. And then, you know, now it's definitely video games and anime um, that, you know, I associate myself with. So it, it just, you know, runs from a long time ago. That's crazy. So wait, you saw Star Wars in theaters? Uh, in, in Japan, they would have it on TV. Uh, sometimes they would have like, it was really weird because sometimes they would have like, because I remember I watched Star Wars episode one and then the next movie was like Sylvester, you know, Sylvester Stallone and like Rocky. It was such a weird, and then it was Jaws. So um, it was like a like an American TV channel, and they would like play different American movies. But I just I just remember watching Star Wars, and I I loved it. I really loved it. Yeah, that lineup sounds like something TNT would do. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like TNT. So okay, so with that said. Now that we got the, that out the way, what made, starting with you, Asian Chubby Bunny, since you're the last one we left off on, what got you into doing lewds? <laughs> um, I think uh, when I started doing lewds, I was kind of in a really dark point in my life. I wasn't really happy. I was kind of came out of a really bad situation running away from, you know, my family and um, I, I just was trying to find happiness and I've always loved dressing up and, you know, being in cute little outfits. And I, I came across, uh, like Jessica Negri and, um, I don't, I think maybe Luna Laney when she still did cosplay. And I was like, wow, I was like, those girls have just so much confidence. Like I, I want that. So I, you know, decided to take a few pictures on my camera phone and, I uh, started posting them and I just got such great feedback. I was like, you know what? I was like, maybe I can go somewhere with this. Hmm. What about you, Mujin? 
Mugen. Mugen. <laughs> come on, man. Mugen. I, come on, man. My, <laughs> you need to get it together. I do. I do. I do. I need to get it together. I need to get my life. I'm getting my life. I need. I'm getting my life. All right. <laughs> so what? <laughs> take a lap. <laughs> take a lap. I'm gonna take a lap. Okay. So, but what about you, Mugen? So this is. So it kind of. Okay. So to curl, I didn't plan on being naked until I was like thirty. <laughs> but. So it's a very complex story of how all So there's that shoot with me. I don't think you guys heard about this, but there have been photographers making well, it's 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 there now, but like there have been photographers lately that would make girls do nudity when they're not even ready. And so I mean I was already out of age, so it's like whatever. I was like 21. Yeah, 21. Um shot with this dude i wasn't really playing on doing nudes and then comes to find out that dude that i first shot with naked was shooting girls under age too oh wow yeah and so all my friends this this got this kind of got all out in 2015 late 2015 um he would ask women to send them i was one of those stupid people that did it too that would have to send a video of myself naked so he can get a visual of how I look by angles and my curves and everything else and he did and he was asking girls that were like 17 and 16 this too mm. so I'm like, oh. yeah yeah and um some of them did thank god uh some of them didn't do it I I didn't, I took a break from it for like maybe like a couple months and then I got back and I'm like you know what I will do it so, <laughs> I'm back then. Hmm. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, it's, it's a weird story. <laughs> so, what about you, Matt? What about you, Karma Kitty? To be honest, uh, I've always liked the idea of being naked. Like, at a young age, I took nudes and would send them to guys. And I thought it was sexy. I thought it was nice. Well, I had a boyfriend in high school. Send him to him. Not really send him to him because then I felt like, well, if I do it, I'm a slut, I'm a hoe, don't do it. But mm-hmm. I wanted to. So it wasn't until like after high school. Um, and it just became like this norm. Like, well, if I'm talking to a guy, I kind of get flirty. Like, I started writing erotica at a young age. I started being more open with my sexuality at a young age. I was comfortable with it. Um, and when I got to do my first fashion style photo shoot that's when I met like another photographer and his sub and I was like oh they're in the kink community and I wanted to do pet play photo shoots like I thought it was so cute that there was a group of girls out there who wore cat ears and tails and that's when I found out um called the chateau kittens I followed them yes (laughs) yeah I wanted to be a chateau kitten I wanted to be them it's funny because now I am like I get to hang out with them I went to their uh Isabella's birthday this last month and it was fun it was good or this month oh yeah it's august still crap uh it was fun it was awesome but yeah it was then when i got to do that so going from doing the fetish style shoots to doing the kitten play stuff and then it became my lifestyle so it was just kind of like okay and then they're like well do you want to do new modeling i'm like heck yeah let's go i was poor my first new shoe i did so in a studio it was i had little kitty ears on i put some pearls and I was just so innocent. 
just like kind of innocent and whatever. And then my second one, we went to the middle of the desert and they're like, all right, you ready? I was like, let's go. Threw clothes off. There we go. First new shoot. Middle of the desert. That was interesting. So yeah, it was it was fun. Um, and then from there, it just kept evolving. And I wanted to be a fetish model. That's why I got so used to it. I was like, I'm going to be a fetish alt model, whatever. But yeah, now I kind of do all of it. Kind of overall. <laughs> so... <laughs> So all three of you guys got into this in the most weird way I could think of. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, definitely an interesting way to get into this. Um, so the first question we have is 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 coming from a a, a fellow a fellow woman, a fan of all three of you guys. She wanted to know um, what gives you guys the confidence to continue to do lewds despite it not being so socially acceptable. Go ahead, Karma Kitty. We still on you. Mm-hmm. That's what gives me confidence, is knowing it's not accepted, mm-hmm. but everybody else can do it. <laughs> a guy can go out and walk around shirtless, but I can't because my tits have more fat than his because they're not muscle. And if a guy sends a dick pic, it's kind of like, oh, it's a dick pic. A girl sends some titty pics or butt pics or whatever, and it's like, <gasps> I'm baffled. How could you? You're so immodest. I'm like, he just sent me a pic. What? Like, there's nothing wrong with it. Like, I don't... We are all brought into this world doing one thing. We all had sex. We all fucked. So there's nothing wrong with being nude. There's nothing wrong with being sexy. There's nothing wrong with being accepted. And I think maybe that's what gets me in trouble because I'm like, put your clothes on. I'm like, fuck you. I do what I want. Came into this world naked. I'm gonna die naked. Well, bury me naked. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> bury me naked. Right out of my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> right out of my mouth. Because like, I told my mom the same freaking thing. It's true. It's true. To answer that question, I told my mom. You're naked? You go leave me so naked. And my pop, I'm going to be wearing like a nice dress. I'm like, no, I'm going to tell my mom, like, when I die, you're either going to cremate me or you're going to bury me naked. Hmm. I told you, like, you're going to bury my ass naked. <laughs> oh, dude, that'd be a kick-ass wedding. Get married <laughs> a, naked? A like naked a naked wedding? Like a nude? No, you're, no married naked. That was true. True. I thought married naked. I was like, a nudist wedding? Dang, that's a I don't know, shit. man. Like, you guys say bury me naked, <laughs> but, like, low-key, like, you know, like... You know, if they buried a man naked, you got this dude, this shriveled up old ass dude sitting there, dick flapping in the wind while they're trying to, you know, rap a eulogy. Like, I don't think that's, you know what I mean? Like, I feel you. I guess a, a woman's Ooh. body would be better to look at than like my 80 year old shriveled ass or my little limp dick sitting there just flapping in the breeze while they preach in church. But I mean, yeah. It could be closed casket. It could be closed casket with a sign be like, here lies the naked lady. Like, Chill out. Let me be naked in peace. <laughs> bury me in some expensive ass clothes that are about to get dusty and eaten up by maggots. That's all I'm saying. True fact. That's the right. problem. Oh my god, clothes! It makes me sexy. No, you make you sexy. That's I'm sexy too without clothes. I look like a little boy right now, and I'm a cute little boy. <laughs> I look like that was weird. All right. <laughs> so, so, so. Uh, Asian chubby buddy, what about you? What like what what gives you the confidence to keep going? You know, I I've been having this month has been one of the hardest months for me mentally, but I feel like 
when you have such a following and a platform, you have this responsibility as a public figure to, to be able to uplift everybody. And sometimes the fans do the uplifting for you. You know, when you're having a bad mental day and you put that out there, you make yourself, you know, you're vulnerable and you put yourself out there and you're like, hey, I'm not having a good day. You have all these people that love you to death, tell you how great you are, how how well you're doing. And it's that positive reinforcement of that, of that community that you've built from ground up that gives me the confidence to keep going. I mean, with the whole thing, you know, with my sister and um, we're about to be moving and there, there's just so many aspects that, you know, that could kill your career or, you know, make you want to quit. But, yeah. uh, but your fans, your fans are, are ride or die. They really are. And that's what gives me the confidence to put myself out there. I'm not doing it just for the fans. I'm doing it for the women too. I'm doing it for the women of color as well, you know, to put myself out there um, being, you know, one of being a minority too, uh, to put myself out there and be like, here I am. Um, I'm here for you. And, um, and then they're there for you too. So that's what gives me confidence. I like that. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I like that uh, you make a note to like tell other women like, hey, I'm still here for you. I get a lot of messages like that from girls because they're like, well, I don't look like you. And it's like, this isn't just like a, you don't have to look like me to be someone. You don't have to look like me to be confident in your skin. Like we are all different body types, we're all mm-hmm. different sexualities. It's kind of like, I, maybe this is just me. I guess I get a lot of girls that are like, oh, I want to do the kind of modeling you do. And I'm like, I'm not going to tell you it's easy. Like, I'll yeah. tell straight up, like, it's hard, and it's kind of mentally destructive. If you're not prepared for it, don't do it. But I also won't tell them, like, you can't do it. You don't have to look a certain way. You don't need to lose weight in a certain way. If you want to, then do so for your own benefit. Uh, that's, like, the most important thing, because a lot of girls leave, like, well, if I don't have a certain amount of likes or I don't look a certain way, I'm not going to make it anywhere. I'm like, again, I don't look like how I look in my pictures all the time. This is proof right here this is how I look most times it's too much work all the makeup and prepping and you know that's a lot of work well that's yeah. something like oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> no but like girl like that's the thing like I do tell my people too like how do I how do I do modeling I'm like only do it if you're ready like how do I do get it to nudity only do it when you're ready same thing when I was working at the strip club as a waitress they yes tell me, I, I tell girls only do it when you're ready if you're not comfortable, so do it. I used to be a stripper too. It's dope. I'm proud of you. You used to be a stripper? We'll talk about that <laughs> offline. Hey. <laughs> I was gonna say, hold up. Let, let's get into that. To the male strippers. We're not here for me. We're not here for me. We're here for you. Go ahead. Especially <laughs> <laughs> with my fitness journey and stuff. You know, I was a body, well, I was 180 pounds. Look. In high school, I was five foot one, you know, I, well, I was, okay, I am five foot one, you know, but I was 180 pounds in high school and I got bullied. I got, I, I got so bullied and I started getting into bodybuilding and it was kind of on and off until March of this year. And I really started putting out there. I was like, Hey, I'm going to try to be a little healthier for myself. And it started getting, you know, in bodybuilding again and my body's changing. And it's like, with that comes with, you know, criticism and, you know, positivity as well. You know, you have 
now this confidence, like, okay, my body's changing and um, it's for the better. And you have all these people that, you know, now look up to you for another reason. You know, and, and that's just, I don't know, it just keeps me going. It's that, it's that accountability that, that really keeps me going, I think, as a, you know, social influencer. <laughs> that's a good thing. That's like, that's really important. Fitness is so, mm, I like to eat my chili dogs, but I also like to go to the gym. That's right. That's my weakness. No. I love eating. I won't tell the girl, do you have to be on a certain diet? No, no. I'm so sick and tired of girls who, you need to be on a strict diet. I'm not going to say don't balance it out, but you, you want to be thick. How did you get a butt like that? I want you to eat some food, eat a cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. Hey, stop yeah. starving yourself. Yeah. Like, um, my wife, oh, you're so cool. uh, my wife, the show her mom, um, she, she does like the 20 rule. She tries to eat 8% healthy and then 20% like not so healthy. So it's like, I try to follow that rule too. But like ever since like, I have like this imbalance with my hormone, it's hard. You're fine. <laughs> Changes. Like, I eat like a fucking linebacker. Like, I'll eat, I can eat a whole pizza by myself. I can eat a whole extra large oh. pizza by myself. And I hear you. I recently had five guys. It's okay. But not better than an out. <laughs> I forgot that was a restaurant for I forgot that was a restaurant for a minute. So when she was like, I I was reading my notes and my questions, and I came across a, a dirty question, and then she said, I recently had five guys, and I was like, wait, what? We didn't get there yet. And then I was like, wait, that's a restaurant. I'm sorry. That is like the <laughs> that's the best joke I've ever had with my partner. He's always like, You want five guys? So I was like, in the house? He's like, Yeah, I'll bring five guys to the house. I'm like, okay. And I'm like, Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> and I'm like, I want food, but he's not talking about food. He's like, I'll bring five guys. I was like, you know it, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. So do you guys feel like you'd have the same popularity if you didn't do lewds? Because there's cosplayers that do not do lewds that are decently up there in numbers. Do you guys feel like you could still achieve the same level of popularity without lewds? Yeah, I would say yes. No. Yeah. Because I do fashion. I don't just do cosplay. Like, I do fashion stuff, too. I just started doing cosplay because I gained the courage to do so after kind of being discouraged from doing it. Yeah, I mean, I, I do, um, well, aside from, you know, doing lewds and, you know, sex work I I the first cosplay that I actually built myself was like a full armor cosplay but it was you know like my original design and um it you know kind of caught on the internet and it's I feel like you need to find your market find your demographic and really pinpoint that and you know if you've got something else to offer on top of your talents and your you know your hard work then I mean, there's, there's categories for everything, you know? I mean, there's people that follow like pages that are just about hotels in the U S so, you know, there's, there's a niche market, but you can also, you know, branch out to anything you want. You know, people are always going to follow you for one way or another. That is true. It's very, very true. That's between a yes and no. Mugen, you got to speak up because I can barely hear you. You can barely hear me? Yeah, I can barely hear you. Now I can hear. Um, I, my volume's up, but yeah. um, It's like a, it's been a yes and no for me because I don't know. Like, I know what people like when I post certain things. Like, if I post something like slightly revealing or if I'm half naked, like bikini or something, they like it. 
if I'm in fashionable clothing, it's in the middle. So it's like nothing else. Has you guys' work, both like lewd and sex work, ever like had a positive and or a negative impact in your personal life? Like, like, so, like a noticeable, like not like being hated on on the internet, but like a noticeable difference. Definitely. I know it has a mind. Yeah, Karma Kitty, we got a whole interview on you. <laughs> it only got worse after it, too, and now it's finally getting better. That's the sad part. Yeah. What about you, Mugen? Mm-hmm. Um, not really. Well, yeah, my mother, she doesn't know anything. So I have to keep that a secret. <laughs> She says she does, but it's like, what's proof? What are your feats? You got, you, you got them? No? Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> what about you? telling her, like, do you have your feats? <laughs> what about you, what about, what about you, Chubby Asian Bunny? What you got? Um, I, you know what? I think because of, I don't know. I feel like I have just been able to create such a big, positive community i rarely i rarely get any any hate or backlash you know i'm sure people talk behind my back that's that's regular but i've never had anybody be like you're a whore or you're a slut for doing you know for becoming a sex worker or doing any any of that i mean if anything it would probably be from my you know ex-family members but i mean i don't i haven't talked to them in like three years you know but just when you have such a wonderful and positive community, especially, I mean, I thought sex workers were going to rail on me for entering, you know, their community, but they weren't. They had open arms and they, you know, kind of taught me this and that. And the people, you know, they shared with me, they, they have been just so uplifting. I have seriously, I, I don't think I have anything negative to say. Hmm. All right, guys. I would say, like, opening up about someone's sexuality kind of can, like, brighten the mindset a little bit. That kind of, like, I don't know. When I posted up what I said after, like, you saw my story, blurred, and I had Edgar. <laughs> I had that weird post on my, uh, from my ex-boyfriend calling me, like, oh, you do all this good shit for her, and then she turns into a whore, and I went, oh, I'm a whore. For doing nude photos, okay. And then, like, two of my other photographers made the effort to, like, legit send me pictures of my nude style. One of them was, like, from my senpai, and he's like, here you go. Fill them with kindness. I was like, you're right, huh? So I'm just taking photos. I'm like, well, here's my life. Let's, you know, cats out of the bag. I did sex work. I did camming. I did escorting. Um, Oh, I'm in BDSM. I'm a kinkster. You know, and again, you know, I like to be a cat. Yeah. This is my life. And then to get so much positive, like, feedback based on it, I didn't expect that. I thought I was going to get some, like, mean, harsh things. And there's a lot of people that were so supportive. They are like, I don't see anything wrong with this. You're fine. This is normal. Like, that was all the more better. And it kind of made it easier to just say, all right, we all do it. I had one person, they were like, we all do something bad. It's not like you're doing drugs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you're right. Could be working yeah. entirely. Yeah. And what's and what's funny is that we all we all grew up saying this of the shit that we said we weren't gonna do and we're doing it now. Yep. <laughs> I would never send nudes. 
I realize it's, re- I'm like, oh God, it's reflecting. My high school days are reflecting on me so hard right now. <laughs> Let me tell you, like, I used to shame sex, sex workers hard for, hard for, man. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, I used mainly one hard. I used to shame, like, really, really hard. And then I'm like, and then maybe when I reach age 20, 21, that's when I'm just like, Dude, like this is their like this is their livelihood. Like this is literally what's keeping roof over their head, food in their mouth, everything, paying whatever. Like if they have a child, they have to take that money for them. So it's just like, damn. Well, I really, it's, 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 it's like, well, and I don't see anybody throwing it in my face. So it's just like, I don't have that shit. So. <laughs> so that. So with so. so with all that being said, now that we've got all the serious questions out the way, because I didn't want to have the serious questions for last, we spent thirty minutes on the serious questions. Now we're gonna get down to the dirty, right? So yeah, madness, dirty questions. So mad, so madness, hide the kid. You know what I'm saying? Like he madness, hide the kid. He's only he's barely turning one next month. It's all right. You'd be surprised what me and his parents talk about we, corruption. It, <laughs> bad. We were on the way in the car talking about some shit, all right? So, we we're talking about what happened to me on a motorcycle. Oh, I don't know. wow. What? You shut up over there. Wow. <laughs> so, so for everybody that's been hanging on with us through Facebook Live, now we're going to get to the questions that you all want to hear because I just had to get the seriousness <laughs> out the way. We're about to get to the good shit now. So, like I said, no whole bar. <laughs> if you got to prove a point with objects and items, go for <laughs> it. I have no qualms. So, Starting with, I don't care who goes first. I'm just going to rattle off a bunch of questions. My first question is, what's the nerdiest, since we're all nerds here, what's the nerdiest thing that turns you on? Penis. All right, there it is. <laughs> there it is. And, and you, just got 10, you just got 10 dick pics all in your DMs right now. Just because you said that. Okay, come on. Dick pics are not attractive. that she said. Steve Bloom. I'm talking the mood. Steve Bloom. <laughs> Ian Sinclair. <laughs> no, no, I love Steve. I love Steve Bloom's voice. Like, his voice is moving. And I'm just like, I can just, I can, I can just, his voice is so therapeutic, man. I can listen to him for, for, for uh, like forever. So you masturbate to Steve Bloom? No. No. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. He's like, can you masturbate to it? All right. <laughs> I haven't seen a turn. I haven't seen a turn. That's tough. Um, Ian Sinclair, I love his voice too because his voice is more condensed. And I just love, I just like his voice. I'm just like, I, like, I like the way he sounds as Warren. Hmm. Um, the most nerdy thing. Honestly, okay. Maybe for uh, those two people and two players. List of hundred over a hundred um, boyfriendos. Say again. My uh, list of uh, boyfriendos and husbandos <laughs> from anime. I would have to say that because, like, I am a whore when it comes to that. <laughs> like, it's it's so bad. Like, I can't choose. Like, so it's like I have to have all of them. You and black girls anime could definitely trade lists. That's 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 a fact. No, yeah. stop that. Don't eat his tail. Knock it up. So what about like this cool. Like Gladi Daddy, like I always have like I have to picture how big uh Gladio's is. Wow. What if it's not that big? 
What if it's not even a thing? Like what? What? <laughs> what if it's not even a thing? Like what? What if there's just no? Wow. Oh, okay. He is. He is Russian and probably Hispanic. Or uh, okay, I think he's like Hispanic because all their names are Latin. So I'm just thinking like he's six foot six. He has. Oh, he sounds sexy. What? <laughs> Hold on. Saying she's a size queen. <laughs> wow. Wow. Honestly, I have a weakness for tall guys. Why? I'm not gonna lie. Like, sure. I have a weakness for a tall guy, but I also have a weakness for a guy who can just throw me over my shoulder. Like, when I'm angry, I'm angry. So when a guy can just kick me up, he's like, shut your ass up, and take me off. I'm like, okay, whatever you say, daddy. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> the DMs are about to be lit right now. <laughs> I only had one drink. We're good. Especially when you're thick and curvy and they pick you up like you're nothing. It's like, oh, okay. Yes. And you're like, I'm sorry. I'm so heavy. He's like, oh, no, baby, you're light. I'm like, oh, keep throwing me around. Wow. Well, well we, here it is, ladies and gentlemen. We didn't got I, to this point. <laughs> I was just saying, like, okay, you said sexiest nerdy thing. Uh, when a man can say the right word, like intelligence, pure poetic intelligence. I find that wordplay. I find it to be the most sexiest thing in the world. I have met some men. They are drop dead gorgeous. They're stupid, and I'm like, wow, you're an idiot. Like, oh, like you're an idiot. Like, I'm sorry, I can't have a conversation with you but you look good <laughs> i'm sure you have a nice penis but you look good oh you know? man and then i've met some guys and they just say the right things they look good they're well taken care of but they're not appreciated because they're not the hot standard which is like and i can conversate with them come on like if i can sit there and have like a five-hour long conversation with you we can talk about some things you can understand my nonsense of poetic sentences you're in. You're good. Like, please tell me what you want to do to me without it involving cuss words and you literally telling me you're going to fuck me. I've had that happen. I was like, oh, damn. Like that? I didn't even know that word existed. I need to get a dictionary. Nerd. <laughs> Pretty sexy. So I don't you... care. Whatever. I read a lot of books, so whatever. <laughs> what were you saying, Mugen? It's hot. It's hot as fuck. Give me a minute. It is hot as fuck. And we're stripping on the live. All right. right. I'm in a sports bra. So, chubby Asian bunny, where you at? And in my defense, I didn't know you guys came back. (laughs) Where you at? You just quiet? I I mean, I'm just listening to everybody, but I think for me, I, I definitely agree. Like, passion, especially, like, when I see somebody with passion and their own interests and their own nerdy interests, like um, I was watching, you know, Skylar watch Naruto and he was so into it. And I was like, I was like, Oh my God, I was, this is, this is great. Like he's into something that I'm into. And that's to have that kind of connection and to be able to relate like that is just so, so sexy. And it's also the littlest thing that really kind of like get that spark going but yeah, for sure. I think for somebody to have that, you know, that mind and to be able to understand you and really appreciate you, that that that's that's a pretty big turn on. That is that is very sexy. I didn't even think about that, huh? So, since we're on the topic of nerdy things, if you could have a cosplay sex fantasy, what would it be? Darth Vader. I just <laughs> Sephiroth. I'm I'm in, for- I'm oh wait, wait, wait. It already happened. 
Who said Darth Vader? Who just said Darth Vader? I did. Wow, Dar- Darth Vader. Older. She said the dark side. Darth Vader. So, so, yeah, so. Yeah, I even had a six foot, like, oh God, I, I can even show you pictures. I posted them before. I was Darth Vader for four Halloweens in a row until I grew out of it. And, like, I had a, I had a statue of Darth Vader in my room. You know, I took it to school one day for my birthday. Somebody touched it. I beat his ass because, you know, oh, I, you don't touch, you don't touch my husband, <laughs> you know? Like, I love Darth Vader. I, I guess I've always just had a thing for dominant men in black, you know? <laughs> hey, a man in dressed in all black is pretty sexy. There's there's no hiding it. You see him dressed in all black on black and can choke you out like that? Bro, yeah. so, chubby, oh, yeah. <laughs> so chubby bunny wants to get dicked down by the dark side. All right, what about you, Mugen? <laughs> <laughs> One second. She, got Daddy, she walked away. Daddy. What? Oh, she's daddy. <laughs> you should have known. Yeah, I should have known. known. Yeah, you're right. I don't know why. I, you're right. I don't know why I asked you. My bad. I apologize. Well, how dare you? Well, him and I need. I'm starting. I need to get a work a body pill, pill that I plan on getting. I'm not gonna do anything to it. But be like, hi. <laughs> do it. Just wow. do it. No. Okay. I really for it and uh, meet Jessica as Alex. And do like a Patreon shoot for him of me being on top of a uh, body pillow, just like doing things long. <laughs> you know, Nico, I Nico, a body pillow with a dick attachment. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> a strap on. Maybe. No, I don't know. You know, Nico, Nico Seco, she's a cosplayer in Ohio. She actually makes body, body pillows. No joke. Nico is she on Instagram? She is on Instagram, and if you can't find her, I will definitely link you up. That is the homegirl. She makes body pillows. So, uh, she makes lots of body pillows. She's on your seat. Yeah. So, N-E-K-O-S-E-K-O? Yeah. So, alright, so Karma Kitty, what's your nerd fantasy? Yeah. What's your fantasy? You got a nasty look on your face. <laughs> Like you just gotta no. sift through. Like you gotta like you gotta really look through like damn, not that one. Nope. Did that one. <laughs> I mean it's not that. It's I technically have like more than one husband. <laughs> like I have more than one husband. In my fantasy world, everybody loves everybody. Um and of course they're all anime guys, because like my first husband is from Final Fantasy. We talked about this. I don't care what you said. It's Sephiroth. I love him. Oh, love look, him Sephiroth. <laughs> yes, I love him too. I love him. Like he, honestly, between him, Kaname-san, uh, yeah, like there. Who else? There was Seymour from the other Final Fantasy. There's Riku, wow. Ansem. Cloud's too emotional for my life. He's too emotional. <laughs> All right. He's a little too emotional. He's like, Sephiroth, thirty need to kill you. I'm like, you're as bad as Vegeta chasing after Goku. All right. Chill out. We all know Vegeta's infatuated with Kakarot. That's why he's always yelling his name and getting mad. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, so in my fantasy, I just kind of have, like, more than one husband. If I can choose who I want to see, hang out with my wife. So my fantasy world. 
What are two socially unacceptable fantasies that you guys either have or have acted out? Unacceptable? Unacceptable. Like, socially unacceptable. unacceptable. Like... Like, you wouldn't expect it. It's not normal. Like, people would raise an eyebrow. You really want to know that? I do. I do. It's it's on the list of questions. <laughs> it's definitely... You can ask those two first. <laughs> I haven't had anything unacceptably happen to me, honestly. <clears throat> when it comes to, like, followers that I meet, like... Uh, no, like except a separate. I mean, like a sexual fantasy that you either have or you've already acted out. That was like people would look at you kind of like suspect about that. Oh, I mean, no, none of that. At least not yet. I like that attitude. Keep that energy. Yeah, nothing, yeah, like literally nothing yet. Like that's weird. I never thought about anything like that. Yeah, nothing. Not even verbal. Mm. What about you, chubby Asian bunny? I've scrolled through your uh, mini vid, so uh, <laughs> you're not getting out of this one. You're not gonna be quiet on this one. <laughs> you know, actually, you know, aside from my online personality, I I'm pretty vanilla, honestly. But to be honest, I definitely. So my my partner, my life partner, he's. Uh, you know, it's a guy, but, you know, I, I love women, you know, I love, love, like when it comes to women, I love all kinds of women. So, you know, honestly, I'd probably want to do it at the church that I got baptized in with another woman. Like that would probably, hey. you know, like I'll baptize her. <laughs> Is that simple? Does that make it simple or does it count as being holy? It's a it's holy like, moment. I mean, you're in God's house, you know, you're all, you're all sinners anyway. So why not, you know, you're already forgiven. So you want to baptize her and then, and then like liquor to death or you want to liquor to death and then baptize her corpse. Like, what are we saying? Hey, what if she wants to wear a strap on? What is this? You're right. I'm sorry. You're absolutely right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I apologize. Chicks with big dicks. Hashtag it. I love it. So the madness. New Twitter post. What about you? What is your Lord? Give me, give me one. <laughs> I'm buffering right now. I'm buffering. Wait, me. my who's my Lord? No, no. I was saying. What was the question again? No, I was asking. I was asking. Dirty fantasy. Yeah, what's like like the the socially unaccepted fantasy for as like the madness? What's yours? Because I know you got like, yeah, me and you've had this conversation already, but what's, give me one. I, okay, it's only socially unaccepted in the normal world. In the vanilla world, it's socially unaccepted. In my world, I would like to have complete sense deprivation, like completely tied up, and like just do a scene, probably with like two, three partners. I'm not sure, probably two partners. Um, what the hell? Uh, sorry, my mind is on. So, like, complete sense of information and completely restrain, um, and have like one or two partners. Three is a lot. One or two partners, and they just kind of like toy around with my senses and kind of torture me in it. Just kind of go with it. Oh. And wear me out. Hmm. That, that's what I wanted. <laughs> okay, in a sense, I've already done that, so I want to do it again. It was fun. 
it was really fun. It was exhausting, but it also made me realize like I have a problem because I was not exhausted as badly as I thought I would be. Oh. I still wanted to continue. That's the problem. Well, so what's the yeah. cr- what's the cr- I like being tied up. What's the craziest thing sexually you guys have ever done? If you guys would like to share the madness, we're gonna skip you for this question. Thank you, Asian chubby <laughs> buddy. You're up. I mean, I, up on top of my head. Um, I was going to Yaoi. I went to Yaoi Con um, to visit my. Uh, this was back in 2017, last year. Um, I was in Alex Benedetta from Gangsta, and um, if you don't know, she was a prostitute. But um, well, was she's now a call. She's part of the handyman now. She's part of a Nicholas and Ward um, com- company. Um, where did pick me up? Let's just say it was like a prostitution scene. Like <laughs> we were talking, we just wanted to hang out, and we and we did the thing in my cosplay. That's it. <laughs> with the prostitute. With the prostitute. Yeah. <laughs> That's dope. So what about you, Chubby Bunny? What's the craziest thing you've done? I, you know what? Everything crazy I did was in high school. I think now I'm just, I'm just mellowed out. You know, I like to, I like to have a cookie every once in a while. (laughs) I don't know. I just, oh. So give us a, yeah, I will say give us a high school story then. Give us one of those crazy high school stories. Okay, I got it. Um, I think honestly, probably the, the most, not, I mean, that's not really extreme, but I guess it was like, you know, my first boyfriend, uh, he was super into League of Legends. So, uh, I, he thought it would be a great idea to play League of Legends while having sex. So, uh, of course it was very challenging for him, but, um, they ended up winning. So, I guess I guess that's that's the kind of the craziest. I don't know. I've never really been into like you know like ne- well none of my partners were ever into like bondage. But I guess another thing was in high school I um I used to sometimes uh sleep in the sleep in the basement and um <laughs> I'd like sneak my boyfriend at the time through like this door that led downstairs. And like we would have sex, and then I'd kick him out. <laughs> you know, as soon as we were done, I was like, "No, I got school tomorrow." So that was probably that was probably the craziest thing because it was like an adrenaline rush. My my, my mom's husband is like a crazy nut job, and he like so there was that like, "Oh God, we're gonna get caught, and we're gonna probably get arrested, or he's gonna get arrested," kind of thing. So that was probably probably the craziest thing, really. So, as far as as far as fantasies go, Chubby Bunny, starting with you, because you be sitting over there quiet as I don't know what. What's your ultimate fantasy, Chubby Bunny? Oh. Or your craziest? My ultimate. I mean, I don't think it's crazy, but you know, since I am pansexual, I really want to. Um, I don't know. I've always had this this idea of of being intimate with somebody who is who is trans. Um, both, you know, female to male or male to female. Um, I've always, you know, felt like I, I always wanted to have like a threesome with like, you know, my, my partner. Um, but I, you know, I think for some people that, that sounds really crazy, but you know, that's something that, you know, I've dreamt, 
front of before. What about you, Mugen? Ultimate Fantasy? Oh, yeah. God, I never had an Ultimate Fantasy before. What? Uh, dang. Uh, this, is, this is a big question. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's so vague. <laughs> Oh my god, if I would, if I could, I would be, um, you would what? I would date to the same as the voice actor of Ariel, the Hmm. I really wish I could be, but it's like, he's old enough to be my dad. Like, he's stupid nice. Like, he is really nice. <laughs> I, I uh, the last time I saw him, I almost, I almost saw the mouth on <laughs> And, oh, dude, I thought my life was over, but overall, I told you, like, I'm, I'm now, I'm now learning that I like men, that's like, around the 30s, but they look like they're in their 20s, with no kids, well, of course, they have to have to look like that, but, um, yeah, people are, <laughs> I, you must like maturity and stability, I, I totally get that, yeah, <laughs> Ability, even though there are some men that are in that age range that don't know or just can't understand maturity ability. That's how my sugar daddy is, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sugar daddy is gay. Sugar daddies are fun. Yeah, I used yeah. to be one of those a long time ago. Anyway. <laughs> you had a sugar daddy? Damn. No, I said I used to be one. Anyway. Oh, look at you. So, Madness, do you well, want to... you actually are a dad. Yeah, well, huh? <laughs> Madness, do you want to answer the question or you want to just, you know, because you just full of... What is the question? Your ultimate fantasy. Fantasy? <laughs> My ultimate fantasy. Um, Probably to go... Because, like, I don't know. I'm open with my sexuality, so I like both... I play both parts, guys and girls. Um, Probably to finally go to a swinger club because everybody talks about them. My partner... He's been to him, and he's just been so fun in the community. So now at this point, I'm like, how dare you? <laughs> I'm going to go to a swimming party. That would be the cool thing to do. So, um, I don't know. So, so that's about it. Nothing crazy. Because I feel like I've already done most of my crazy stuff. Not all of it, but. Enough I'm giving of you the PG-13 version of my fantasies so i have a question for you guys uh, uh, a question i came up with i was curious about um when it comes to losing sexuality i know you guys said it makes you feel empowered so how does when it comes to sex especially domination or submission how does how do either of those or both empower you sexually or humanistically mm. Mm. To be able to have that power to just seduce somebody is just so powerful, you know, you even just if it's like a glance or um, I remember the first time I had, you know, intimacy with a with a, you know, a female or a woman. I mean, it was just she was she was straight, never been with a girl before. But, you know, to be able to have that that power to to just emit dominance and show that, yeah, like, hey, I'm the boss. like. That's that's powerful. That sexuality yeah. and sensuality is such a such a powerful tool. I mean, yeah, it can be used for bad, but you know, it's I mean, most of the time it's it's just it's amazing. You know, that boosts your confidence to be able to sway somebody like that. What about you? That is true. 
Yeah. What about you, Mugen? Basically, what uh, Kevin said, um, just to have the character and uh, have the right to be a conflict stuff is uh, fun being a Switch. It is so fun being a Switch. So, yeah. <laughs> Basically, that. Fun having that power. She's right. It's fun controlling a dude that has to and to their urges, become enemies, and to submit. Mm. It's just fun seeing them suffer. I love seeing people suffer. <laughs> it is she says fun. it with such a smile. Like, I like to watch you suffer, I watch you bleed at my feet. I'm like, it's oh, harsh. shit. It's just took a dark turn. I feel like you'd enjoy trampling. I would try that. It'd be yeah. like a like a sin I bomb. I have it. Anyway, get back here. Wasn't done with your hair. <laughs> so what about okay. you? So what about you, Madness? What's yours? Like, how does that? How does it empower you? I know we talked about it already, but well, I mean, like, I I am a switch. So and being in the BDSM community, it's Hmm. I love when I can trample a man and put him under my feet. And I, I get to do that. It's fucking empowering. Because it's like, one, you're asking me to step on you. With and without heels. You want to be my floor mat. Okay, sure. You want me to screw you. As a man, you were asking me to screw you. Okay, sure. Fine. You want to be my bottom? Okay. But for me, I think what's empowering for me is when I can feel that trusted bond enough to be the submissive. I'm always dominant. I'm always in control. I'm the oldest of two younger brothers. I naturally have a strong, like, I have to be this way kind of personality. So when I get the chance to kind of, like, back up a bit, be put in my place, and be the sub, it actually makes me a little bit more excited. It kind of calms me down a bit. And it's kind of like, well, I know at any given time, like, I can either create you to be this monster, or... I can take that power away. I like knowing that. Not because it's like I want to entrap a man's mind or anything, but there are some out there who weren't given the opportunity to be the dominant man that they were. They weren't given the opportunity to express their sexuality because maybe they had a partner who told them like, oh, well, this is weird. You're a weirdo. You're a creep. You're a freak. And like, I know how that is. I had an ex-boyfriend who did that. And it made me feel terrible inside. So for me, it's the empowerment of being a switch, using my dominance to bring out that man or the dominance inside of a man, to have him create his own bounds, to give him a new form of confidence, to help him realize that I can be a strong man without needing to be aggressive, be rude, be manipulative. Like he just has a new form of being alive. I love that. I've done that so many times and it's so empowering for me because now. He's walking around with new form of confidence. Now he knows how to properly treat a woman too without having to be aggressive and like a total dick. Because at the end of the day, it's kind of like, you know how to submit. Well, now learn how to dominate. That's hard. It's hard to dominate. It really, really is hard to dominate because you have to have caring. You need to be able to be trusting and you have to have patience. I mean, that is the biggest thing is like, you gotta have patience with that. Oh, I feel like- <laughs> a person wants you to dominate them mm -hmm. i feel like it's easier when and you have that more like um encouragement to keep doing it when they tell you and when they tell you what to do you start to get into it a little bit more so i feel like that's a little bit that helps you be more of 
That is so true, though. It really, really is. And, like, I enjoy my partner now because he's becoming more dominant. And it's, you know what? He has, I've had my moments. I'm a brat. I am the biggest fucking brat. I don't care when I want something. I'll be super bratty. And for once, he was like, no, you're not getting what you want. I'm so used to getting what I want. So it felt good to actually get put in my place Mm -hmm. and be told no. I was like, oh, shit. No. Okay. All right. When I get told no, I get mad. I'm like, excuse me, you can't tell me no. I don't like the word no. <laughs> I don't like the word no. I like, yeah, I don't either. I don't even like saying the word no. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't. I, the word no. I agree. Like, I, I love, I love doing that, especially to like my sugar daddy. If he, if he says something and I'm like, I don't agree with it, I tell him, I'm like, no, this man runs like a a million dollar business and I'm telling that bitch no. Like, you know, and that's, and he, and he goes, oh, okay. Like, to have that power is just incredible. You know, this man could easily probably ruin my life, but, you know, <laughs> To have that control and be like, listen here and like, listen to me. That's why I'm okay with, you know, some people calling me daddy and then other people calling me mommy because, because, you know, I'm, I, I'm all right. You know, I'm all right with, you know, being called that. I'm all right with taking charge. I'm <laughs> It's all of the above. So are you guys all in, po- are you guys all in polygamous relationships or like a, a form like, you know, a form of? I'm in a mono relationship, but he knows I'm into women, but I'm not going to go ahead and leave him for one. So, you know, most of my relationships have been monogamous. Like, I can't, I can't, like, with me, I don't know. I've just always been monogamous. I tried that. It didn't work out well. (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously, most monogamous, most of my monogamous relationships I ended up getting cheated on, except for the very first one I ever had. He was the greatest boyfriend ever. Um, the rest of them, like, either cheated on me or they wanted to continue on seeing other people. And I was just kind of like, okay, fine. I think this is, like, the partnership. I don't even have a relationship now. We have a partnership um, that we have now. It's kind of like we have boundaries, we have rules. But if he wants to do something with someone, he can. If I want to do something with someone, I can. But at the end of it, it's like, I'm still, I'm still baby girl. I'm still his little girl. He's still daddy. That's kind of how that works. Um, I don't know. Maybe at some point, because we are coming from like the kink aspect of it, it was like, maybe I'll collar you. I'm like, oh, okay. But even with a collar, it's kind of like, if we want to play, we can play. So <laughs> I like the idea of playing with couples because I like threesomes. They're fun. <laughs> um. So what, so what about you, Asian Chubby Bunny? Like, is that, like, are you on that similar scope where you have, like, because I know you said you had a life partner, and then you said you had a sugar daddy. So, like, how does that work? Um, I just, I feel like, you know, if, if we're seriously being, you know, uh, to, I guess, I guess to put it officially, yeah, technically we are in an open relationship, but it's more like, um, I, I call him my partner because, I mean, I've known this man for uh, 13 years now. We were neighbors for 11 years growing up next to each other. And then 
we've been dating for three. You know, this person is my soulmate, my life partner. So once, I mean, yeah, I guess we are monogamous, but once we, once, you know, we kind of talked about like, you know, sugar daddy and stuff. I mean, that's, that's obviously another relationship right there. Mm. So I guess, yeah, it's, it's kind of open. Um, and, you know, if we're, if we're, you know, going to be bringing like, let's say another lady in our life. Yeah. I guess that would make us open. You know? Mm. I want to know, like, how do you guys, like, I feel like this is an important question too, because like, I'm still trying to be open when it comes to like people that are in poly, um, like poly. Like, I personally wouldn't do it because, like, I'm selfish as hell. So, um, like, how does that, like, work? Like, I understand, like, do you guys, like, help, you guys, like, your partner, like, take, um, if you have someone else's relationship, uh, go ahead and talk about it? Or do you guys, or do you guys, like, or is it, like, a equal thing with you and your partner? It's kind of, like, discussed over. Um... Like, even me and my partner, we have rules. Like, if I want to play and, or say, okay, we have pet life accounts. So if a guy wants to play or, like, get to meet me, they actually have to message him first. I made that a rule. Like, you can't message me. You need to message him. You need to discuss it. Because it's like getting dick pics. I get those often. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, of course, I'm going to get a message. We should up. We should meet up. You should let me do this to you. You should let me bang. And it's kind of just like, Okay, like, very amusing. No. Discuss this before you can just like jump into it. Yeah, like get to know me first. Like I actually have two other couples. They're from like one's in Arizona and another another's from a different place. And they were like, Hey, I'd like to get to know you and your daddy or you and your partner. Um, maybe we can meet up when we come to California. We can get my sub. And it's like, okay, and before they even do anything though, they have made a note to send me the message that they sent him to me as well. And I'm like, all right, you guys, you followed rules, you read my bio, you're respecting both of our relationships you're not coming up to me like hey i want to fuck you you're like hey i'd like to get to know you maybe we can become friends and maybe down the road if we're all comfortable we can play hmm. like that's yeah. kind of how it works out with us um so yeah i'm kind of new to it because i'm kind of just used to having partners that like literally i have secure partners that if i want to do something cool i don't have to meet some random stranger it's like oh i'm gonna go out on a date with this guy i've got this person that's just how it was. Now that I have, like, do they like stay infected with it too? Like, does me um, no partners like stay with you guys, or like, do you guys just like move on to, like to the next person? Like, they're not like they're not fully invested. Like a like a committed poly, like a poly relationship usually is like uh, like I mean, a like, girl dating the same dude or the same guy or two guys dating the same girl and they look together. Okay. Um, I mean, me and my current partner that I have now, uh, that I newly announced, me and him are actually moving in together come next Friday. Uh, and yeah, <laughs> we're moving in together next Friday. Um, and we kind of, we already have like ground rules set because he was just like, well, I think we should like go hang out. Like, let's go to a swimming party. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I've never been to one. I kind of want to really go. And in that setting, he's like, you... He already made it clear. He's like, I don't care what anybody else says. He's like, you're mine. When it comes to that setting, he's like, you're 100% mine. Um, so, like, in the poly aspect, we're kind of trying to work things out because, like, I have established partners that I had before him. Right. But they weren't, like, full-on, before setting, like, intimate partners. It was just kind of more so whenever I hung out with them, like, maybe some of the thing would happen. Maybe we would plan dates, that kind of thing. Yeah, I just but, think it's honestly open communication. I mean, that's a that's 
what, um, I don't know, I feel like communication and, and building that trust and having that trust is just so important. Like, you know, anytime, because I used to, you know, I was on a sugar daddy site. So, you know, anytime somebody would message me, I would be like, hey, Skylar, I was like, this person messaged me. I'm letting you know I'm going to be, you know, meeting up with this guy at this time at this place. So he always know, you know, he always knows what's going on. Like, I want to know what's going on. That way, you know, we're all on the same page and we're not, you know, like miscommunicating. I mean, and, and that's, that's totally what makes, you know, any kind of relationship, no matter how many partners you have, you know, successful. I have. Sorry. This is all y'all. Like, <laughs> no, this is all y'all. Like, I have no input on that. I mean, it's, it's a good question, though, Mugen, because <laughs> a lot of people want to know. Like, I feel like a lot of people, and I know we're deviating off the topic slightly, ever so slightly, but I feel like a lot of people in our generation are starting to go toward that polygamous route because, one, economically, it's actually cheaper. If three people or more come together to support each other at once, it becomes cheaper to afford to live than it does for two people trying to do it on their own. <laughs> That's true. It's true. That's crazy. What? That's crazy though. But I mean, it is. Look oh, at look at Chubby Buddy. She has her she has her life partner, and then she has a whole millionaire sugar daddy. So, <laughs> like, imagine like her and her. Honestly, that's how it is. Like, it works that way. It does work. The problem with me is that I get too attached. Like, I'm learning like that. I also. Uh, Shit, a little too personal, but um, I'll just explain a little bit of it anyway. Like, basically, I get, I find certain people that I know or that I'm getting to know attractive, like, right off the bat, and it's just like, damn it, I want to do things to you, but I can't because I have, I somewhat have morals, somewhat have morals. <laughs> I don't know why I said somewhat, but um, it's just like, it's like, I let the person know it's like, hey, I find you attractive, but I can't do anything with you because like I have a I have a man. Stick board. <laughs> <I'm> like stick board. <laughs> but it's yeah, well, that's just me. Like it's like I, like I find a lot of people you know, I can't do things like people in a polyamorous or open relationship. I'm selfish and I get and get attached too quick and I'm trying and like I just so that's why that's one of the reasons why I I mean I think I think that's where it comes to like understanding like really understanding yourself and what you want in life once you realize like hey this is what I want and um this makes me happy then that's, you know, then that's how you figure out and fill in the puzzle pieces. Because, um, you know, like with these sugar daddies, I mean, I got, I mean, technically I have three, but I have two, two stable ones. And it's like, I don't have that, you know, that love that I have for Skylar, you know, and that's why I can't say I'm poly or anything, you know, just open, but I don't have that that deep soulmate love and affection and I don't and I'm seriously not possessive of um you know my my two because you know they go out you know they'll they'll go to a party and you know uh they'll be out of state and it's like right. I don't think yeah. I, <laughs> right yeah that yeah. makes I think that's like 
kind of makes a difference in like how things see i can't do sugar daddy sites anymore because like from the last interview my partner does not he's like you're not allowed to do escorting anymore he's like that's how you got hurt the last few times like i'm not okay with it he's like i'm not saying you can't do sex stuff but he finds it very attractive he's okay with it he just doesn't want me going back to escorting because he's like your body's too good for that he's like and there shouldn't be a price on you anymore he's like also after you got hurt he was like there's no more it's like you know you just need to be set secure he's like if you want to do camming be a cam girl that's fine i'm gonna support you in that you want to have your snapchat i support you um and of course like i travel so he's kind of like i know you're gonna have photo shoots you know he kind of gets more skeptical with the fetish ones because he's like you're gonna have fun without me i'm like maybe maybe i will he's like you can't do that that's rude i was like i'll send a video you know but it's, it's fun like having him around it's he's a good partner in the sense like wow this is what i could have had a while back <laughs> i think when you yeah. see that the other people have that that disattachment of I mean, I think jealousy is just a negative perspective for me. So that's why when I, you know, opened up to Skylar and I was communicating, hey, like, I'm going to, I want to do camming. I want to do sex work. Like, of course, like, you know, two years ago, three years ago when we started dating, he got upset with me that I took a picture in the bathtub of just my legs. You know, that cutesy thing girls do. Like, yeah, you know, like, you know, like, and he got super pissed with me. I remember that day and I was like, what in the world? And now we're making porn together. Like it's it's just you know honestly I think it's part of growing up to to really uh, communicate and understand each other's needs. And you know what? If the other person seriously like if they don't even consider or listen to you, then that that should probably be a sign that you should you know maybe reevaluate you know what you want. Yeah, I can believe that. Because my ex-boyfriend went crazy. And the time in the time in, the thing is, like, I'm not like, I don't know. It it might be my male ego. Like, I would, you know, like if if, if I was if I had the opportunity to be in a polygamous relationship, I'd rather be polangony, where it's like did I say that right? I think I said that right. Where it's like like it's like, you know, because I, I can't keep up with more than one, like, keeping up with more than one woman, like, that's a lot, man. Y'all are difficult. Y'all have needs. I don't have time. I don't have the memory. You know what I mean? So, like, if I could be the dude, like, if I could, like, I guess, to me, like, in my mind, the ultimate setup relationship, for, like, what if setup relationship would be, like, me, a girl who has another girl. Because then I could just be, like, but that's because, like, I have a lot of fetishes and fantasies and, like, there's some weird shit going on in his mind. Outside of podcasting, however, you know, but Isn't I just there always weird shit going on in a man's mind. Yeah, but I'm I'm a little bit off. I'm a little bit more off than normal. But like, I think that I think honestly that it's I think it's a good set. Like going forward economically in our generation, given our level of intellect, but our lack of resources, I feel like polygyny honestly would probably be a better relationship to enter in for our for our uh uh generation. And we already do it. Like we already promote side chicks, side dudes. <laughs> You know, in everything we do, from like relationships to music to like it's advertised all over the place. I feel like we're moving more toward that. Um, I don't knock monogamy at all whatsoever. I just feel like when it comes to especially when it comes to women, because women are starting to want to explore themselves and their sexuality and you guys want more out of relationships and you can't always get it from one. And so 
I don't know. I feel like that's what we're going towards more more often, more likely than not, is that, you know, and Mujin, I see the look on your face when we're talking about this. She's like head down, like uh, thinking real deep, <laughs> like, hmm. But I feel like, honestly, like truthfully, a man, this is the thing too, though. A man is also a selfish creature in the sense that a man will tell you he wants a threesome, but he'll tell you you can't bring another dude in the bedroom. That's um, so fucking true. It's so true. And you know what? As, as a man, I'm gonna tell you why. Because it's terror. It's like a territorial thing. Like we don't want to be able to say another man did it better than us, even though there's a whole genre of porn based on that. I don't understand it. Okay, I couldn't but that's do it. Like- but women also don't want to constantly hear, oh, wow, she's so really freaking hot all the time. Like, don't look at women with you, but if we got to hear this every day. Facts. Bruh. Wow. Like, come on. We get it. She's hot. We know. Hello, we're women. We check her out, too. <laughs> and I, I, I know. Like, one of my fantasies, because, like, I mean, I guess I should have probably added that, is, like, I'm totally, like, you know, when people are, like, so like dismissive of like cup hold and the idea like you know what like i would want to see like i would want to be tied to the corner of the room you know watching right. my, watching my boyfriend you know do somebody that is hot like yeah like i'm totally I down if you want me to want to dominate him though after oh, that yeah. like absolutely I would, of course i'm gonna watch you be like yeah go ahead and do it and be like watch what happens when i get out these ropes I'm going for both of them. I was like, you're both in trouble. You're this. If I switch, I'm both. Girls, I'm a little nicer to you. Men, I'm like, you're a man. You can handle it. I'm not going to be nice to you. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Be afraid. I've only met a few women who, like, legit, they're like, please make me cry. I'm like, please, don't care what you wish for, right? (laughs) Relax, girl. You don't want it. Like, I can handle kinky stuff. I'm like, okay. I just feel like with I feel like with men, I think the reason why and I'm speaking on my own ego, Mm -hmm. but I feel like when it comes to men, I feel like the reason why we're so territorially possessive is because we've been trained to do so. Now, in the animal kingdom, most male animals will will fight over a female. They'll breed or they'll mate with said female. Then they'll walk away and go breed with another female, you know. And just like a real man would in the U. (laughs) But at the same time, you have to understand, too, that behavior is shunned when it comes to human-to-human behavior. Like, yes, men can be no, hoes. it's shunned when women do that. Well, it's shunned when a woman does it. It's shunned, it's shunned it outwardly. It's shunned outwardly when a woman does it. But when a man does it, trust me, we get just as much heat, especially from women. We get just as much heat from... We get heat from men, too. You know, and so, like, it's... it's we've been we've been pushing monogamy for so long even though even in the bible's core beliefs monogamy is not a thing we've been pushing monogamy for so long that you know it's just, it added to the male ego like well she's supposed to be yours and you're not supposed to have anybody else and she's not supposed to have anybody else then society tells men well she's supposed to submit to you and only you and then you're like well babe i kind of want two dicks tonight and you're like well i got a dildo and mine and that's not what you mean. I'm like, that's fucked up. Well, then you can have fake titties and mine. <laughs> like you know, it's like hearing things like that where I'm like, okay, well, you can have a pair of fake tits and mine. <laughs> there you go. You want second pussy? You can have a pussy pocket and mine. It's just there you go. I Skyler his pussy pocket. <laughs> <laughs> it's like because it's just kind of like be fair, like be fair. We get it. Men aren't the only ones who are territorial though either. Like women are too, but women are more lean. Like if we're giving you fair grounds be fair back that's all women ask and men are like she's crazy bro i don't understand 
because you don't want to have fair playing fields. You want to have all your damn cake, eat it too, but you don't want to share. No, you can't have my cake and somebody else's cake if I can't have my cake and share it with somebody else either. Like, at that point, are you really poly? Are you really okay with being open? No, you're just a selfish little asshole. I mean, I and I agree. Like, I, I got to put us out there, like, one time. I really do. Because, like, you know, it's even, even you know, for all the shit that I've been into in my life, like, you know, I was a cam guy and, you know, like, I was a phone sex operator and I've done a bunch of crazy shit. It's still hard for me to wrap my head around certain things when it comes to a relationship. Because, you know, as much as a man would love, idealistically, an open relationship, it's like, oh, you get to sleep with whoever you want and still come home just pussy. It's like, but do I really want that? Because it's we're so groomed to a certain mentality that it's we don't want you to go anywhere, but we want the freedom to. And it, I blame society for that because society has taken sexual identity from women, which is why we have this panel. So, hi. Are you gonna get on my camera? That's just you know. I think that's just one of those things. But Mujin, if you're interested, I think you should have a conversation and see where it goes. Um, because you said yourself you're into other girls. But so you wouldn't have to worry about the argument of, you know, whose dick you're riding that night versus so yeah. much, you know what I'm saying? So, like, that's half the battle yeah, gone right there. The girl at someone. Like, we, <laughs> like him, we've had that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. But he always, but he overall, he just says it's up to you. That's all he says. Like, it's honestly up to you. And if you want to, we'll talk about it. And that's it. He doesn't pressure me. He doesn't pressure me or anything like that. Like, he's, he's had some situations. Like, he's full. Like, he's been in some more fucked up situations than I have. Like, his, he, there's two occasions in his life where he has been offered 12000 to get someone's daughter pregnant. Like, the mom would go up to him and say, like, hey, can you get my daughter pregnant? And I'll give you 12, I'll give you 12 grand for whatever and another 12 grand for this. And I'm just like. Whoa, and then one and then one mom offered to get one mom offered thirty two thousand. I'm just like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> Give me your sperm. What is he? Yeah, like, what does he look like? Is he like some kind of like God looking dude or something? I mean, he's he's very attractive. I think from the pictures that you posted. Yeah, uh, everybody has seen photos. Is he like seven foot two? Shit. <laughs> Six foot two. Like what kind of sperm? What kind of genetics does he have to be offered thirty two thousand? And he doesn't look his age. At, he doesn't look his age at all. Like it's it, he he looks like a Mexican game team, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I mean, you guys are definitely a handsome couple. Every time you post, I'm like. Oh. Chubby Asian. Like little hobbits. Chubby Asian buddy. <laughs> Chubby Asian bunny. Uh, Susan said that she wants a foursome. I'm gonna cry. Wait, who? Susan. Wanna cry because so she wants a foursome? Yeah, she said she wants a foursome. She just typed that a couple minutes ago. Who's cat is that? All right, Susan. She said you're in. <laughs> that was so cute. It's game on. <laughs> well, every time, every time me and Susan have a shoot, like I, I swear, me and Susan had made, made out more times than like me and Skylar have. I swear, every time we just. Every time we make out, and I don't know why, but every single time because you're hot, we make out. Still waiting on that mini vids video, what? but whatever, no pressure. No. <laughs> I think greatest part was last year at Gen Con. Um, I guess this. Uh, well, now we're really good friends, but this couple 
they had a bet to see uh, what my ethnicity was. This was at like a like an after party, and so um, this the wife came up to me and was like, "Hey, she's like, uh, so I lost the bet. Uh, so like, would you kiss me?" And I was like, "Hold on a minute, because she's like, you know, she's like a hot like." I think she was Korean. Like this Korean milf like asked me to like make out with her because she lost a bet. I was like, hell yeah. So was we made out and he took pictures. Like it was it was great. Life is great, man. <laughs> and this was at Gen Con? Yeah, this was at Gen Con, yeah. Mujin taking oh. notes, like Mujin taking notes like, man, where are where am I at when this <laughs> Yeah, I can't see I can't like I would, but it's like I don't want to get herpes. What? <laughs> Everybody has herpes. Like, whole turn. like yeah, you just went yeah, left. It's like, it's like I like shit. Like I would, but it's just like fun. there needs to be like condoms for the lips, right? Yeah. Y'all are tripping. We need condom lip balm. Wow. No, because you know what that person has. Because herpes is not curable. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm not okay with this. I'm not okay with that. You know? Like out of all the out of all the things though, you jump straight to herpes. Like we could have caught anything and she goes straight to herpes. It's like it's like when you find a new sex partner and they don't tell you if they're clean or not. That's why you you gotta ask for the paper. That's how that's how cautious I am. You gotta ask for the paper though. Like, it's not even funny, man. I've been like this since I had to learn about child development in sixth grade. Like, I had to learn about that crap early. Like, sixth grade, man. I wasn't even in middle school yet. I'm just like, oh, God. <laughs> I, just, I have to learn about vaginas, STDs, PP. I'm still learning about vaginas. Oh, man. <laughs> Somebody, like, chop yeah, my off. Give me a new one. <laughs> vaginas are just too much to deal with. I'm just like. Don't worry, guys. There's so much wrong with vaginas. Don't worry, guys. Men don't Dick, no, dicks do weird things too. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. Dicks are the cause of most vaginas' problems. No, first of all, it's the it's definitely the other way around. <laughs> it's definitely the other way around. No, I, I I'm gonna stand up for us on this one. It's definitely the other way around. I'm telling you. You like we always clown a girl for. Nah, we always clown a girl for like ha- like getting like good dick and she acting crazy, but good pussy will destroy a whole man's life force. Like like a whole like I'm talking about he will come up to the squad unrecognizable. Like, hey man, hey y'all, I can't hang out today. My girl, she doesn't love you. Yeah, but I love her. You slept with her once and you don't know her name. Like that's how serious it is. Like you guys don't have those. That's problems. your own fault. Well, don't be so gullible over pussy. <laughs> don't like that. I've never met a man who's like, oh god, I love her after one night. What? Man, you don't count. Chill out. <laughs> go inside. Go get ready for work. <laughs> get your ass in there the you shower. go. So I guess you know one. Your, I guess you know one. Is your wanky up? Your kid's sitting there. Your wanks out. There you go. See. You put, put there the you go. On. There you <laughs> go. Women, <laughs> women cause women cause more problems than men do. Men, you know, like we do not cause problems. Whatever, man, with a man, if you are. If I want to walk down the street in some pants and a crop top, leave me the fuck alone. Okay, that's just men be. That's just that's men be. That's men be. That's like that's that's men cat calling. But like a a man, a woman will cause more problems than a man because, like I said, a woman will come in, she'll pretend to treat you right, and y'all can carry an act forever. Y'all can carry an act on forever. Y'all. Y'all beat us that y'all y'all ha- sleep with us and it'd be the greatest thing ever and then y'all just leave 
or y'all cheat. We get all emotionally attached. You know, men don't do emotion. Y'all get us emotionally uh, entangled in y'all, and then y'all do some fuck shit and dip, and then a man's whole life is ruined right there. Right there. Off some pretty eyes and a fat ass. Like That's why Belle Biv DeBeau said, never trust a big butt and a smile. He said pretty eyes and a fat ass. That's all it takes, man. <laughs> that's all it takes. Look, you know Mujin laughing because she knows. Loki was annoyed. Loki was annoyed yesterday. My ex-boyfriend shows up. I told you I don't have a laptop anymore because I gave it back. He shows up. I'm at the bar with my partner playing darts. I whooped his ass at darts. In the midst of all this BS, my ex-boyfriend and my partner are now talking. They're trying to talk shit out, be shit out. And the guy in security comes over and he's like, look, guys, look, I don't want any fights, whatever. He stops looking at me and he stops mid and goes, this may be bad timing, though, guys. You got some gorgeous ass eyes. And I went, and they both look at him like, bruh, what? And my ex was just kind of like, he was like, sorry, this may cause problems. I threw it out there. I was like, my ex-boyfriend's a jealous one. He's he's the one I broke up with. My partner's just my partner. He's not my boyfriend, so it's probably fine. He's like, I'm just saying. And of course, my ex was like, why are you throwing me to the bus? I was like, you're my ex for a reason. You go psychotic over dumb shit. That's because the pussy was good. That's your fault. You did that. I took his virginity once. Oh, you only get it once? You only get it once? I was drunk. I, I, <laughs> I took it. I took it one we time. Drunk. I gave it back. <laughs> I gave it back when we broke up. I put it in a box. Yeah. That's not how it works. We're not going to talk about this. We're not going to talk about this tonight. Take your ass leave me alone. <laughs> so, to wrap this up, guys, to wrap this up, we're going to go through the preliminary round, putting male egos to bed. I got a series of questions I want to ask you guys uh, about the male ego, and you can hurt it or you can nurture it. It's on you. I don't care. But this is the last segment, and then we're going to wrap this up. So, my first question... For whoever wants it, what do men do? What do men think they do right, but they do wrong? Lord have mercy, a lot of things <laughs> wrong. <laughs> a lot of things wrong. Assumptions, like they'll be, <laughs> like they'll be, like they'll do some right stuff, and then afterwards they just they just. Like, they'll be doing something right, and they don't realize it until they start seeing stupid shit. Until they start seeing stupid shit, and, they, and it just all goes downhill. But, like, yeah. sexually, mm-hmm. give me one example per person, sexually, of things men, like, one thing. Sexually. One thing men mm-hmm. think they do right sexually, but do wrong. When they hit a spot in the clitoris. <laughs> <laughs> say what? what? What'd you say, chubby buddy? Okay. I said learn fuck the clitoris. <laughs> oh. Hey, that's judgment. <laughs> I've just seen way too many guys that have these, you know, act like they have these big balls. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to eat you up so good. And then <laughs> and then you're like, what? Like, what is this? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I felt, I felt that. <laughs> It'd be nice if guys actually did some homework. Or put, the mo- or put your money where your mouth is. You so-called have, like, big balls and a big dick, but you don't know how to use it. Wow. Mm, that's, that's true. Like a lot of guys do that. I hate that person and it's bragging. It's mainly niggas that do this. Wow. It is. You know, eighteen year old me felt that. Eighteen year old me felt that. Don't worry about it. 
You're not a nigga. You don't need to know. But like, truth be told, like I, I remember, like to caveat on you guys' experiences, I remember like the first time I found the clip was on accident. It was on complete accident. Hold the fuck up. How the fuck you accidentally find a clip? Because I was, I was because I was eat I was eating the, at the time she was my girlfriend. I was eating her out, and I like did like I I was eating her out, and I found it on accident. Like it was like. It like it was just in the way, <laughs> and I was like, "What is that?" And so I started messing with it, and it was working. And I was like, "Oh, I don't know what this is, but it's working." Though I didn't know why it kept getting bigger as it went, and I was like, "That confused me too." But I was like, "You know what? It's there. I know she's a girl. We're just gonna keep rolling." Yeah, it was it was a fat one. So like, I discovered it completely on accident, and then I had to like Google search what I was doing, and I found out like the hard way. But I mean, whatever. You know, so I mean, it's okay. I found out what an orgasm was from a removable showerhead. Wow. I was like seven. I was a kid. Yeah, I was in elementary. What? Yeah. Why does this always start with elementary school with you guys? It was removable. Okay, I like my grandmother in her house. She had the cool like little removal thing. I didn't know what it was, so I just had it. That's why she had it. it. And I was like, this is a weird feeling. What is this? And I liked it. So I just, I didn't know what it was. And then I got older, and I was like, I gave myself an orgasm. I didn't even know it. Your grandma's nasty. Just putting that out there. My grandma was just, she had my great-grandmother. Oh, that's cute. Grandma's nasty. So, Leave my grandma alone. <laughs> but it's true. Like, kids, like, start to look, like, it's crazy. Like, you don't know what it is, but it's, like, they're learning. Like, kids are smart. Kids are smart as fuck. Like, they learn shit early. What, that's not just. So, nigga. Sorry, I'm saying bye to my friend's husband. No, Ew, get a room. I'm in my own home. Get a room. <laughs> so, if I get a back. Kids are smart. Yeah, and that's a scare. Yeah, and I have a five-year-old daughter, so I'm kind of scared for my future. Yeah. So, what are things? What are some things men do to get an instant turn on out of you guys? An instant turn on or turn off? Turn both. I feel like guys shouldn't talk up a good game, honestly. Like, guys should learn to just kind of go with the moment. Men screw up when they're like, oh, baby, I'm going to make you feel so good. Like, you don't even know the girl. You don't even know what she likes. Like, you don't know what she's into. You haven't got to know her. That is the easiest way to find out a girl's turn-ons. Actually get to know her. Pay attention. Listen to her. Pay attention to her body language. See if certain words trigger her turn-on spots. It's That is... That simple. That's what I do with men. It's so easy. So from an Australian person, I, I found out there's actually a word for this that, that guys do, and I'm sure y'all have definitely experienced this, but it's called negging. And it's when yeah, you negging. So when you when you act like when you when you act like you're when the guy acts like he's not really that interested or he'll he'll like try to manipulate the girl into like wanting him that's called negging i guess so you know guys think doing that is a turn on for girls you know like like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna act like i'm not that interested in her and then she'll really want me like she'll want my dick like I, that is a thing that i hate that and of course it's not gonna work on me because i'm like no you're an asshole you know like <laughs> and for we them, call them fuck boys <laughs> that's true yeah i guess or be like really like, uh like there was an example where the girl is talking about oh like you send a really cute picture to him and he he doesn't really 
compliment anything. He'll like talk about something else and completely avoid how cute you look, you know, to kind of make the girl feel like, oh, I need to try harder. Like, all right, that doesn't work. <laughs> what about you, Mugen? Yeah, what about what about you, Mugen? What's one thing that's like a turn on or a turn off? Everybody has offs. Boys is my turn on. <laughs> you said boys is your turn on? No, deep voice. Oh, deep voice. Oh, yeah. Mm. What's that word? Deep like deep manly voice. <laughs> yeah. Um that's turn off. Turn off that's your husband. And turn off is just is just like trying to like be with deep. Just to be with you, like saying, like if you get, I hate it when I hate it when dudes, especially niggas, have to take you from your man, or you need a real nigga, like man, like there's no such thing as a real one. Two, like you can't make me cheat on my man with you, especially when you're coming on me too strong. Like don't be a tryhard. Yeah, Yeah, guys do try. Yeah, no offense to black men. My first boyfriend was a black guy. He was the sweetest thing. He was a total gent. Um, it was the light skinned niggas that were the bad ones. Uh, Facts. <laughs> light, bright, light skinned men. Facts. Light skinned black men think they are the shit because I'm light skinned with curly hair. I'm like, look, boy. <laughs> Keyword, boy. They're also the quickest one to get women pregnant. I'm out. <sighs> nope. 45,000. Savage. Come back. Savage. Um, <laughs> I, like, ew. I've actually had, like, a guy on my FetLife account. It was a black guy. And this is not black men, but he was mad at me because I said I like dating out of my race. I was like, I like interracial dating. That's how I've been for a while. It's nothing against black men, but I'm just like, what's wrong with it? He was like, why can't you date a black dude? I was like, what? why is that important? But like, why is that important? Like, what's so wrong with my partner? I don't even know what my partner is. He doesn't know what he is, honestly. You know why we say that shit? Because like, oh, I have the better dick game. It's like, no, you don't. Oh, God, no, you don't. Mm-mm. I've been in all the Europeans I've known, they've got better dick games. <laughs> <laughs> Europeans can do some things. I'm like, okay. Ugh. I've been I've been interracial been interracial day one. Been interracial I think day. it's sexy. I'm I'm with the, I'm definitely an interracial candidate. Like when I do camming or that kind of style of porn or whatever, it was just like that was my biggest thing was people coming there like oh, you're dating a Mexican dude? I was like yeah, I like interracial stuff. They're like, oh my god. And of course I get that one. It's like, how do you like this big white cock? I was like, I don't like it any more than I like my face. Chill out. Right? <laughs> I don't <laughs> what? Like, chill. I've always loved mixed love relationships since like day one. It's just so beautiful. Yeah. I think honestly, in the in the where I live is kind of a it's definitely a white majority. You know, in the town that I lived in, I was, you know, me, my mom, and my sister, we were we were the only thing ethnic, you know, within like a 50 mile radius. So it's like, you know, it's almost like you, it was kind of hard finding people that, that didn't bully you for your skin or your race or, you know, just, just, you know, per- how you look. So when you found somebody that said like, you know, like, wow, you're beautiful. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, you know, <laughs> great. Like, you know, okay. Because it does feel good. I mean, because when you're told all the time, even by your, you know, like my mom's husband's side of the family, like, you know, they told me, you know, like, ah, like they call me mean names and it, it just felt, 
I don't know. It just feels nice to be appreciated for something that you can't control, like your skin color, you know, how you look. And so um, I, I think I think that definitely goes with it. I'm, I'm glad I have, you know, a partner that's able to, you know, tell me that, hey, you know, you look beautiful, you know, when there's such a, you know, majority of the people who look the same, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah, so, it's kind of like out here too, like in the northern in the northern part of California. Um, it's very interracial out here. Because the difference between Southern California and there's like Southern California, it's very interracial. Like it's very a diverse. Like it's really diverse out here and interracial. Southern California, it's very diverse, but it's kind of it's somewhat segregated now. It's kind of like segregated a little bit. But out here, it's like where I live at Sacramento. Um, very diverse. A lot like I don't know, but it's just the people in general out here. Like they'll fuck with you for a little bit, and then they just rub off on you. Hmm. But also, it's very diverse out here. So, so moving on to my next question: uh, What kind of a man works, and what kind of a man doesn't work in bed? Dudes that talk too much about their dick. Okay. Yeah. That dirty talk, but not about your dick. Don't talk about how you can use it. It can't work it. Like, oh, don't be gay, man. You love, loving this dick I'm giving you. I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> Here's Chipotle. Here's Chipotle. Del Taco. Del Taco is trash. I'll take Taco Bell over Del Taco. Chipotle is better. This is what I want. I can't eat Chipotle anymore. So you want? Really? So, so, I know I really can't eat Chipotle. It physically causes in my stomach just it just explosive diarrhea. Wow, that's disgusting. No, never. That's, that's totally every disgusting. time I try to eat it. Totally off topic. That's very disgusting. <laughs> Sorry. So so Mugen, uh, so Mugen wants Chipotle dick and Chubby Bunny. You just don't want them to talk at all. Oh no, not at all. I mean, no, that's not it. I just I think that. I think you should be. I think you should have some. really good in bed, you know, to be able to have that dynamic. Be like, okay, like you know, because sometimes I switch. I'm like, you know, I want to be the mommy, and you're gonna be, you know, you're gonna be my little baby, and it's just, um, I don't know. I I feel like it just, it's just different. Like you gotta be in sync, and you know, if you're not feeling it, then you know, it doesn't work. So I think That's to have true. that, to be able to both be in the mood, then that works. Because, you know, sometimes I won't be in the mood and Skylar will be in the mood. It doesn't work. You know, I don't get off and, you know, he he might, but it's not that, like, you know, we both get off. So I think it's just being in the mood and, I don't know, being connected. Yeah. Overall, I just want great age Chipotle. <laughs> Like, if you can screw, like, if you can make my guess into scrambled eggs, you're a pizza. <laughs> what? <laughs> and, I can still, and I can still walk right after. Okay. So, I mean, well, she's honest. So, since we're talking about sizes of Chipotle meals, what best, what size best triggers y'all's G spot and does well, size matter I mean, at all? Myself. Wow. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> you really want to know? I'm not saying I haven't had a guy hit that spot and make me come on the spot or make me squirt 
repeatedly. I'm just saying, if I'm gonna be honest, eat myself and my hands. Just say, you gotta know me first to find out where my slots are. Did you say eat yourself? <laughs> I'm about to say you can do that? Like, that's a thing? Just I'm not that flexible yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that flexible yet. Yeah, like, you know, I could taste myself, you know. Like oh, that, dude. It's not. Oh, I was, I was confused. I was, <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> no, I said me, myself, and I. Oh, okay. Well, hi, cutie. Where do you think you're going, cutie pie? So, what about you? <laughs> what about you, chubby bunny? Does size matter? And oh, and if so, like, what size trick? What size hits the spot? Okay, just because you have a big dick doesn't mean you have game, right? Fact. So. Yeah. I I mean, you gotta know how to, you gotta know your size and you gotta know like the ways to please somebody and every person is different, you know? So, you know, with one girl, it could be, you know, you do it this way with the other girl, it could be this way. You just, I mean, it's so crucial to stimulate a woman. If she's not feeling it, then the sex is trash. You know, so I I feel like that that goes with how I am. I'm, you know, I'm not able to do this like hookups and stuff. I have to have a connection to really to really get off. Like it doesn't matter what size he is. I mean, whatever size Skylar is is working for me, you know, real you know, really good. So <laughs> whatever his size is, but I just feel like it, you know, it just all has to be with connection and knowing knowing her body, knowing his body. What about you, Mugen? Go back to the first conversation of what I said about Chipotle and Del Taco. <laughs> oh, all right. That yeah, no further questions asked. <laughs> so last question of the interview. What can men do better or do more? What can men do more or less of to improve your sex life? Wait, Listen hold on. What can men do more or less of to increase sex life or environment? Stop beating me in the gym. What? Stop doing what with what? <laughs> Stop jerking off so much and go to the fucking gym. What is that even? Work what? on that cardio. Build your stamina. No, no. Men... That's true. You the gym builds up your stamina like crazy. Like that, that works out, and I'm pretty sure uh, Chubby Bunny can agree with me. Like it makes your it makes basically what it does. It just makes your hormones like go like on a drive. Like you're on an adrenal drive, basically. So it, it just makes your it makes your metabolism and everything like go faster. Okay, hold on. Pause. Let yeah, me keep asking. Pause. Hold on. Hold on. Gym, hold on. Time or, out. Time out. Let me tell you guys a secret. So first of all, no matter okay. who you are, you could be The Rock or FB Aftermath or Vin Diesel. If it's hitting, you are going to fall. It doesn't matter how often you go to the gym. It doesn't matter how much you can lift. If that shit is hitting right and it's stimulating enough, your ass is buckling. It doesn't matter. The gym don't, trust me, the gym don't matter. And the madness, to answer, to answer your uh, statement, 
The reason why men jack off is before the world. The re, I'll expose this for a second. The reason why men jack off before sex is because it takes us twice as long to come the second time normally. I'm calling bullshit. Norm- I said normally. I said normally. Normally. It I'm takes us twice as long. I'm calling bullshit on it because also men who jerk off too much. Now they're so used to jerking off that when they actually get a woman to have sex with, they don't know how to handle it. They also, they can jerk off that one time. They can't get it up for another, what, two, three, five hours? Yeah, it depends. So not everybody is the same. Yeah, not everybody's you the same. You that stamina. Again, drink water. <laughs> way back on a jerking off. Go to the fucking gym. Hydrate. There are things <laughs> like that to produce. Also, eat food. Guys lose boners when they don't have enough water or food in them. That's facts. Yeah, that is facts. I can't deny that. That's facts. That's 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 hard. Yeah, hamster pills are fun. Garlic. Oh yeah, garlic's kind of like oysters, where it's a natural reward. But yeah, uh, fish. Really? Fish increases that. Yeah, fish. Fish will do it, or fish oil. You're right. Kale. I mean, yeah. I- I, I guess it's more like just listen to us when we tell you what we want. Like, you know, just, you know, in bed, you know, you'll get started. It's like, you know, how do you want me? Like, stuff like that. Just like communicate. And it, communication is just so freaking important. I mean, as for the gym yeah. stuff, I can't really say. You know, I've had partners of all different body sizes and, um, I never really had a problem, but I guess for me, you know, like more pumps in the gym, more pumps in the bed. Like, yeah, I guess, I guess I get that, you know, ever since, you know, I've been back to bodybuilding, it's like, you know, I guess I can last a little longer, you know, riding dick. Like I, (laughs) you know, my legs are more muscular, but you know, just, just listen to us in bed. (laughs) I think it also depends on like the guy's drive. Like if he really, really, really is into it. He'll, he he will make the effort to stay up. Also, cock rings are, you really want an alternative? Cock rings are nice. They keep, those are great. Nah, those are I painful. Heard, I don't I like heard those. The, I yeah. heard they, oh God. I heard they like vibrate too. Yeah, there's vibrating They do, ones. they have vibrating ones. Yeah, they have vibrating don't ones. Don't ask why I'm excited. The poor guy. <laughs> the vibrating ones are weird though, because it's like skin tight and then it's like moving. And you're like, what is yeah. this? It's kind of. I don't know. My partner kind of really he enjoyed his cock ring, and I like. I'm kind of debating. I was like, I think I'm gonna get him one that has like a prostate toy too attached to it because he likes that kind of thing. Why does everything like, go I'm back to? The... And be like, where this? Why do all my conversations yeah. like this go back to anal? No, that, Why does it always go like, back? Because guys like a lot of anal. No. Like what? Let's say that shit's gay. Like, no, they actually like it. It's, yeah, there's nothing gay about a man doing that. It's not even, I don't think it's gay. I just, like, you guys ever took a shit and it hurt coming out? And then you want me to put something <laughs> in my ass? Like, y'all, like, it's, that's, I can't get over that. Like, that's what I'm trying to get over is, it's not about well, it, whether okay. or not it's gay. Even, well, like, that's your mindset. This is the one thing I so pray. This is one thing. I don't, I'm not going to put you through it. I don't ask for that. <laughs> blurred. This is something I hope men start to change about themselves. Men need to stop shaming other men. I yeah, really, absolutely, absolutely, really, really would love for men to stop shaming other men for enjoying their sexuality. All right, let's make it clear: if you like your asshole to be licked, you like the fingers in your ass, you like your anal toys, cool, good for you. That does not mean you're gay. If you no, not at all, banging another dude. That's all I'm saying. Like, I hope a gentleman hears this from a woman. Mm. I respect my partners because they've openly said, this is what I like. And I go, okay, 
And how can I better your pleasures? How can I do this? I've had men ask me if, if I will pig them. The only reason why I won't is because I'm like, I'm scared I'll hurt them. But if that's what you're into and you can find somebody to do something, then more power to you. I'm not going to shame you and be like, wow, that's weird. You're gay. Bitch, no. I, what? No. I like licking pussy. That doesn't mean I'm fucking gay. It just means I like pussy. Women are sexy individuals. They're beautiful creatures. That's all I got to say. This is me personally saying, I hope every man hears this. Stop shaming other men. I'll be right back. That's rude. And no, I, and I won't shame another. If a man likes that, then a man likes that. It's just like I said, like I've taken shits where it was it was painful coming out. <laughs> and so like you want me to then take something that's just as big, if not bigger than that, and put it up my butt. I got to wrap my head around that, man. Like I got to, like, you know, I got to really like think about that. <laughs> Just lots of loot. You bet. Like, I got to think. Like, that's a lot of thought. Like, you know, like, when you're constipated and then you remember, like, that was, like, biggest, like, you know, that was the biggest thing I've ever seen in my life. And now it's like, here, take this dildo up your ass. And I'm like, hold on, man. Let's talk about this. Well, now you know how women feel. I would, and that's the thing. Like, and you're right. And like, I remember, like, in my experience, I've done anal once or twice, and I was terrified the whole time. Like, oh man, like I could never. Like, you're brave. You're so brave. Like, I wasn't shit talking. I wasn't. I wasn't sex talking. Like, yeah, you like this shit in your butt. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> you are so brave, babe. Oh, you're so brave. Do you need me to get you a towel and just put it in? Like, are you sure? <laughs> like, you're sober. Does it hurt? Can I? Do I need to stop? Like, you know, like it was like it was like it was like pep talk, you know? Because I was scared for them. Like, oh my god, are you are you okay? You took a deep breath. Are you good? Are you still with me? Like, it was scary, man. Like, I mean, the only time that I had like the only successful like anal like sex that I've had turned into a fucking disaster afterwards. What? Was there was there poop involved? Cause that's weird. Oh my god, there's shit on the wall. Oh my god. I mean, let me. Tell <laughs> I, um, I mean, it went in. It went in like fairly easy, and I was like, okay, like okay, this doesn't hurt too bad. And he pulled out, and the bed is kind of like close to the wall, the bed frame. So when he was trying to get out, he like had a streak, you know, he had like, you know, shit on his dick, so it like streaked across the wall. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Reason reason two. Reason two I won't do it. <laughs> reason he, he still asked for anal, so I I guess it wasn't traumatic enough for him. <laughs> no. <laughs> like that's and that's another reason why, like, I just... And that's what I was, like, the very first time I did, that's what I was scared of, that there'd be a suction effect and, like, I would get shit on. And, like, that's not cool. You know, like, I, I you know, I could take it, but that's not cool. Like, I don't want to get shit on. You know what I mean? Because I'm trying to experiment. It's just... I'm sorry, man. Like, I don't know. Poop traumatizes me. And that's where all my fears come from. So, I mean, it is what it is. You know, judge me if you want. I have no... I have no qualms, but... I don't know, cause they, cause Nainers on my last on my last uh, show, Nainers put out this butt plug, and it was about big as a fucking Beats by Dre headphone piece, and she was like, "Yeah, I use this all the time," and I was like, "How do you live after you pull that out?" It's huge. Yeah, very carefully. Yeah, no. <laughs> like I need to be able to walk the next day. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't you know. You can walk after it. Man, look, the day I try it, I'll let you know. All right, the day I try more than a finger, I will. Y'all will be the first to know. Start really small and use beads. Use anal beads. Yeah, y'all will be the first three or the people shit to know. Shit ton of lube. If you need to, use some anal leaves. It numbs your balls. 
wow, I don't need my butt numb. <laughs> well, it just, it'll stimulate it, but it kind of like numbs the painful effects. So all you feel is the stimulation of it going in. Man, and by the time it's already in, you're like, oh shit, when did this get here? And they're like, oh, and they got to pull it out. And you're like, oh shit. Oh. <laughs> oh. That's not, that's not sounds <laughs> I, I want to make. Guys react. <laughs> yeah, I'm reacting based off a guy. Wow. Like, like, you know, guys don't really make, except for the one dude. I'm not going to lie. There's one time little guy and he sounded like a woman in bed and it scared me because i was like what it was like oh baby and i'm like what oh, this is really feminine i'm okay with that all right oh all right ladies we're gonna wrap That's, this up weird i appreciate you guys coming on the show we've hit it we've hit two hours so i appreciate oh, you shit. guys yeah i appreciate you guys hanging in with us thank you guys for watching for those who watch the whole thing for those who listen uh, we hope it was entertaining. It always it always starts and ends with anal. Every one of these conversations starts and ends with anal. So <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just saying, what's wrong with butt stuff? Like, do you eat? There's a song on you. Look it up. It's called "Do You Eat Ass." We're trying to leave, <laughs> Matt Karma Kitty. We're trying to go home. All right. <laughs> yeah, go home. Go home. Look up on YouTube. Do you eat ass? No, Watch I'm not. Video. I'm not looking that up. I'm not looking. No. <laughs> so okay, so. <laughs> Uh, so Mogan, am I seeing you at uh Wizard World Sack or no? Because me and you were going back and forth about it. Are we? Are you going? I don't know. I really don't know. I probably won't. Cause right after con season, I'm just gonna be sh- But I might. I don't know. I might go for a day. I'm not sure yet. And so Chubby Asian Bunny, where are we seeing you next besides mini vids? Uh, you know, floating around the internet. I'm I'm gonna be moving here within the month, so I'm gonna be um I'm gonna be a little busy and maybe a little inactive here and there. But you know, I got some shoots, so I can post stuff. But you know, I'll be I'll be around just on the internet. <laughs> yeah, Sack Anime and Crunchyroll Expo are my last two cons of the season. Oh, I should go to Crunchyroll. I forgot about that. Wow, it's this weekend. <laughs> it's literally this weekend. Oh, in that case, I'm in Vegas, so that's not happening. <laughs> yeah, it's like literally. I'm literally supposed to be at a swinger party. I'm supposed to be at like a video game thing. I'm, just, and I'm like, bye. I'm in Vegas. So I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm terrible. I, gotta, I do want to go to Oakland, Las Vegas, though. It looks fun. Where is that one? I think I'm going to that actually. It's in Vegas. I forgot where. I no, forgot. like what date? What are the dates for that? It's usually in January. Is it? Okay. I think I'm doing that because there's a fashion show, so I may be in that. Yeah. Well, all right, ladies. All right, ladies. Thank you for coming on. Facebook Live. Thank you for thank you for participating and those who watched us on Facebook Live, listening for those who tuned in after. And uh, we're out of here. We're going to call it a night. We're going to end it on anal as usual.